welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 41. And I'm running solo again today. Previously in the last two podcasts I've had some amazing guests and I'm, I'm hoping that you have listened to those podcasts because there's some great content, some great advice and just some great chats um, with two really good individuals. So please scroll back into the, um, into the feed and have a listen to those. But today I'm running by myself and as the title of this um, podcast suggests, and I'm sure you chuckled a little bit when you read this one. Um, I have used this quote from time to time with clients. I've used it when I've done posts, and that is, don't eat like a dickhead. Now, I don't mean to offend anyone. I'm not here to um, create any controversy. I'm merely pointing out the fact that as a culture, in Australia in particular, we do tend to have a bit of a dickhead mentality when it comes to food. Um, and it's it's something that has developed over the years I've noticed and, and what I mean by don't eat like a dickhead is just don't eat too much. It's as simple as that and we tend to do that. We tend to overconsume on food and obviously with us being heavily exposed to overly processed food all the time through marketing, through convenience, everywhere you go, it's very easy to do and we take on the persona of um, a good example I, I like to use is like when you open a packet of biscuits, a lot of people will eat the entire packet. They don't just have two or three and put the packet away or put it in storage or whatever. They'll eat the whole packet and that's what I mean by eating like a dickhead. You don't need to eat the whole packet. If you've got a craving for some biscuits, you know, with your coffee or a cup of tea in the afternoon or maybe it's late at night and just want to have a, a couple of biscuits um, when you're watching telly, have a couple of biscuits. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to judge what you eat. I'm here to judge how much you eat. Well, actually, I'm not here to judge. I take that back. I'm here to tell you don't eat the whole packet. There's no need. You don't have to. And remind yourself because I'm sure everyone that listens here is here for a reason. Like you're listening because you have some sort of investment in health and fitness, whether it be for yourself, whether you work in the industry, etc. But I'm sure on some occasion, at some level, throughout some part of your life, you have experienced this and you've eaten that whole packet of biscuits or you've eaten that whole packet of chips or you've gone to a party, they've had a big bowl of chips, a big bowl of lollies out and you've just grabbed a massive handful and shoveled them in and then gone back for more and gone back for more. It's interesting when food or drink for that matter also is available for free, how much of a dickhead mentality we take on. You know, all of a sudden, because it's free, we think, oh, we can, you know, we're going to get our money's worth, even though we haven't paid for anything. Um, we're going to just eat and eat and eat until we burst, basically. It's, it's, a, it's a dumb concept, but for some reason, that's what we do. We go to a function, we go to an event, we go to a Christmas party, we go to a birthday party, um, you know, particularly a function or an event when there's where alcohol's put on, there's, you know, food. We tend to just over-consume and over-drink significantly more than you would if you were paying. And I understand that, you know, we obviously are very reserved when we pay because it's obviously it's our money, we work hard for it, things cost a lot of money, but when it's given to you, you take on this, this mentality of just wanting to eat and drink everything. Um, and I'm sure any everyone can relate to that. So I come back to the same statement. Don't eat like a dickhead. You know, if you're here and you're listening to this because you're on a health and fitness journey, so you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to shape up, you're trying to, for lack of a better term, tone up, and I say that in um, inverted commas, you're trying to change your body composition, um, you're getting ready for a show, you're just trying to educate yourself on better health and fitness or better lifestyle, this is a simple one. It really is simple. 
don't eat like a dickhead. You don't need to finish that packet of biscuits. You don't need to have five servings at the buffet. You don't need to, you know, drink your body weight in alcohol if it's free at the bar tab. Like seriously, you don't need to take on that that persona, that mentality. It's almost a Neanderthal approach. And I'm not being um, sex specific here. Males and females do it. Like I have experienced both in my career where both have taken on too much food at one period of time. And you've got to remember, if you've ever done it, remember that moment afterwards. Remember that regret, that guilt, that sickly feeling, the feeling of bloatedness and nausea and just yuck how awful you feel after you've eaten that amount of food. Because let's let's be honest, the majority of times when you eat like a dickhead, it is junk food or it is packet food or it is alcohol. You don't eat like a dickhead when it's a salad bar and you don't eat like a dickhead when it's the fruit bowl, do you? Honestly. So, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, nine times out of 10, it is rubbish food. So it's heavily processed. It, it might be heavily in fat, it might be heavy in sugar, it might be a combination of both. But the body really struggles to process that quickly when you overconsume quickly as well. So it sits in your gut, it makes you feel ill, you feel bloated, feel yuck, um, you know, you, you crawl around in the fetal position, like it, it's really unpleasant and, and uncomfortable. So you've got to remember that. If you've experienced it, which sometimes it's important to experience because that's a learning curve. We're all about learning, life is about learning. So take remember that you know you remember that moment you go oh that's right that's how I felt I don't want to feel like that again so then you're aware and that's what this podcast is about it's not about calling people out it's not about being stupid or making funny statements even though don't eat like a dickhead is pretty funny but the point of it you know comedy gets um, gets noticed and I want people to be aware I want you to develop that awareness develop that um, you know the the self-control of when you open the packet of biscuits and I'll continue to use that example that you have one or two you satisfy the urge and you put the rest back you put them back for another day as soon as you're aware you, you're immediately accountable as soon as you're accountable you are acknowledging the fact that you don't need it and all of a sudden that way of thinking turns into a habit and when it's a habit you don't think about it, you just do it. So, you know, you, you're sitting on the couch watching TV late night, you go, oh, I could have a couple of biscuits now, I feel like a couple of biscuits, you might not even be hungry, and that's a whole other conversation. But, you go, all right, so I'll go to the cupboard, grab a couple of biscuits, put them away, have them, go back to the couch, and away you go. You don't actually think about, oh, I just opened the biscuits, oh, they taste so good, oh, and that whole overwhelming feeling comes in, and the, the whole, I'm being restrictive, you know, there's a whole packet there, I could eat more, but you don't need them. You don't need them unless you've, you're completely starving and there's nothing else to eat in the entire house. Sure, that might be an exception to the rule, but no, it's normally it's not. You know, you you want two or three biscuits, you put the rest back, and that's it. That's it. And that's where a lot of people struggle. They feel like they have to keep going. And a lot of the time, it's it's subconsciousness. It's not even a case that you are aware or you're thinking about it. You don't think about it. You just do it. And that's a bad place to be, particularly when you're trying to better your health and fitness. You're trying to better your nutritional intake. You know, a packet of biscuits could be 600 calories. I don't even know. It depends which one. So, straight away you're on the back foot if you, if you consume a whole packet. So you've really got to be aware and developing that awareness, that self-awareness is a really good approach. 
So next time you're sitting on the couch in that situation, or even the other examples I gave, where you're going to a function, you're going to a banquet, you, you're going to a party, um, it's Christmas time, you don't have to eat like a dickhead, okay? Now, for those that are tuning in that want to do that, they're okay with that, they don't care how they feel afterwards, not a problem. I've got no problem about it whatsoever. This is not a judgment podcast. This is about providing education and awareness and good content. But for those that have experienced it before and have done it from time to time and are aware they're doing it or have reflected back and gone, hang on a second, I did it that way. That was stupid. Well, this is for you. Be aware. Be aware of what you're doing. Be aware of how you're doing it. Be aware of how you feel afterwards. And that will hopefully allow you to think and be proactive and put the food away or just not eat as much. And as soon as you're aware, you, you, it's amazing how good you feel about that too. You, you feel satisfied, you feel proud of yourself, and you, you're, you feel good afterwards because you know you're doing your body and your mind justice, particularly if your goal is big. You know, if you've got to lose 15, 20 kilos over the course of 12 months or two years or whatever it is, you know, you can't keep having these episodes <clears throat> where you're eating like a dickhead because you're pretty much going to be treading water. You're really not going to make much headway where if you address it, if you make yourself aware of it, if you educate yourself, and education is a key component here because, as I've said in numerous podcasts before, if you have a lack of understanding in regards to nutritional content, then you're going to really struggle with this concept of being aware because it may seem guilt-free that you're having, oh, look, a couple of biscuits won't hurt. I've been good all week, you know, and, and a couple of biscuits turns into a packet. But that packet, like I said, could be 600 calories, and that just blows your weekly average out of the water. You know, if you're sitting on 1,500, calorie, 1500 calories every single day, Monday through Sunday, that's your goal. That's what you've been given, and I'm not saying that's what I would give, but I'm just using that as an example. And then on Friday night, you decide to have a packet of biscuits, your 1500 average straight away goes up to, I don't know, I'm throwing numbers around, 1700, for example. So you need to be aware, you need to pull back, you need to rein it in. And you know what? A good tip to eliminate that issue, particularly in, on the home front, is just don't have the food there. Now, I know that's hard if you've got kids, if you've got a partner who's not dieting, things like that. But there are ways around it. You, you, you only have what you need. You have your meals organized. You, um, if your partner is a snacky person, get them to hide their food so you can't find it. If it's food for the kids, well, you know, I'm not here to lecture people on how to parent, but obviously you're not going to give your kids a lot of biscuits anyway because it's not the greatest of nutrition. So there wouldn't, shouldn't be too much of that in the house anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, worst come to worst, if you feel like a snack, go for a piece of fruit. You know, if you're not counting calories and you're just trying to be mindful of what you're eating, go for a piece of fruit. Um, you know, have a yogurt, have a glass of water. It might not be the case that you are hungry. It might be the case that you are bored. And that's something to be aware of as well, because often when we're at home a lot, and it happened a lot during the COVID period when everyone was isolated at home, they weren't out, they weren't active, they weren't doing their normal thing. You tend to go to the cupboard a lot more than you normally would because you're bored, because you are not as active. You're not um, committed with your mind into as many things as possible. You might be working from home, sure, but you've still got a lot of downtime and the kitchen's like five minutes away. So, you know, a lot of people put on a lot of weight over COVID through that very reason. They just snacked way too much. And it wasn't a case that they ate like a dickhead, but they certainly overate more than they normally would because their routine was shot. So you, it's important to be aware. It really is important to be aware. It's important to educate and it's important to be organized. 
I think, you know, in the last podcast, um, and if anyone didn't listen to it, I, I strongly urge you to do so with Jake. One of his key points about his week, because he was very meticulous about his week, managing his time, ensuring that he got everything done that he needed to do, and he was doing heaps. <clears throat> he sat down on Sunday night, cooked all his meals, planned out his week. He did everything so that his he was completely structured and everything fit in. So why not do that? Fit your week in, plan out your meals, write them down, buy the food, pre-order it if you have to, pre-cook some of the meals, you know, all those sorts of things will go a long way in eliminating the opportunity for you to have an excuse to go to the cupboard or buy takeaway or, you know, get that six pack of beer on the way home. Now, when you're out, You've, it, it, it's a little bit harder because you want to fit in, you want to be part of the group, you want to have the, the drinks as part of the social culture and all that sort of stuff, and that's fine. You know, that is completely fine. I'm not here to, to discredit that. I'm not here to shame on you. You know, none of that at all because I do it too. But if you have a history of overeating or overdrinking, particularly at events like that, then you need to run it in. That's when you need to run it in. Or just have one or two. You know, no one's going to judge you for having a couple of drinks rather than six or seven and you know getting blind drunk and making a fool of yourself you know the 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 point of this podcast is to identify and eliminate if you can do that you are taking a huge step in the right direction so you know uh, something that a lot of clubs organizations high-end businesses i've noticed have introduced over the last couple of years is a no dickhead policy now this stems from a lot of bad behavior, particularly in sporting clubs. Um, and a lot of people are familiar with that because it obviously makes the headlines a lot, but it's developed into something that has crept through into mainstream business as well as sport. And it effectively represents a policy that every employee or athlete or competitor or whatever, depending where it is, agrees to that they don't act like a dickhead. They don't eat like a dickhead, they don't drink like a dickhead, they don't act like a dickhead. And it's protecting them, but it's also protecting the reputation of the business or the, the sporting club. And I think that's a great initiative because um, it's certainly something that has in, been ingrained in our culture for a long time. It's something that a lot of people get a kick out of. They get, I wouldn't say they're proud of it, but they tend to get that uh, egotistical sort of approach where they feel like it's a good thing to do. It's hard to explain, but I'm sure you can uh, uh, be, you can agree with what I'm trying to say. So <clears throat> the no dickhead policy came in to eliminate bad behaviour, dis- disruptive behaviour, um, <clears throat> and, and, and that includes in the club but also out of the club or in the business and out of the business. So same thing applies here. You know, give yourself a no dickhead policy. Write it down, put a commitment on paper and put it on the fridge, give it to your partner, put it in your diary, put it on your computer. I'm not gonna eat like a dickhead, I'm not gonna act like a dickhead. And I guarantee you, if you commit to that, and obviously have some points underneath it so you identify you specifically um, against something that's very generic. If you agree to that and stick to it for six months, 12 months, whatever the commitment term will be, um, you will find that you will eliminate a lot more of those bad behaviors and you will find that you won't eat like a dickhead as much and you'll find that you'll improve your health and fitness and then once and it's amazing once you and i've heard i've had this conversation so many times with so many clients and it it makes me really really proud because when they 
spend a bit of time going through the motions with the health and fitness, changing their food up, eating better, training more. They come to me and go, man, I sleep so good now. I've, I've got so much more energy. My libido is through the roof. Um, I've got more, more time for my kids. I'm better organized. My mind is clearer. I'm more productive at work. You know, if you eliminate a couple of bad habits out of your week, it's amazing what you can achieve. It really is. So <clears throat> next time you're invited to a party or you go to a function or you know, you're at home and there's a packet of biscuits in the cupboard, just check yourself for a moment. You know, question yourself. Be aware, be conscious of what you're doing and make a good decision. Okay? If you go ahead and do it, that's cool. Okay? Again, I'm not here to judge, I'm providing education. But if you pull yourself up on it, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Great work. Because then you can do it again. You've just proven that you've done it once. That means you can do it again. And you know what? If you didn't do it, but you're aware, that's cool too. Because being aware is still a big step. You know, it's when you're not aware and you just do it for the sake of doing it or you do it because you're trying to impress your mates or you're doing it because you want attention or whatever, then that is the definition of a dickhead. But if you're doing it and then you pull yourself up on it, you feel guilty afterwards, you're aware of what you did and you swear to yourself, oh, I'm not doing that again. Have you ever had a big night out in the booze? And we can all sort of agree to this when we're in our 20s. Have a big night out in the booze. You wake up the next day, you're hungover as, as, and feel like rubbish. And you say to someone, your mate, your girlfriend, your partner, your mum, your dad, whatever, oh, I'm never drinking again. Like, have you ever said that? I know I have. I've done it several times when I was younger. But when we're older, when we're more mature and we're more aware and we're more conscious of our, our living and our life and the people around us, well, when you say things like that, you generally tend to stick to it because as you get older, it's harder to recover from things like that. But if you have, if you eat like a dickhead, you know, you feel rubbish, you feel crap, and it does. It takes you a day or two to get over it. <clears throat> Your body can't consume um, a huge amount of food like it did when you were younger. So that's another thing to remember too. So make that commitment to yourself. Write down a dickhead policy. No dickhead policy, sorry. Put it on your fridge. Put it on, um, in your, on the mirror in your bathroom. Put it somewhere where you can see it. Put it in your diary. Put it on your computer. You know, talk to your partner about it and make that commitment and remove the temptation of eating like a dickhead because I guarantee you, you will feel so much better for it, not only physically, but mentally as well. You'll feel stronger mentally. You'll have more mental fortitude, um, which means you can do more things, you know, and then you're not trying to recover from a binge or, you know, eating too much. You can put that energy into something else and that might stem into a full successful, productive week. And I think that's a very good message for everyone to take home. So it's not so much don't eat like a dickhead, it's more about being aware, being mindful, self-education and correcting and bettering the position you currently are in. But I think don't eat like a dickhead makes a great title. <laughs> so I hope you agree with that one. But that's it from me. I think I've made my point. I hope you agree. I hope I haven't offended anyone, but too bad because this is my podcast <clears throat> and I apologize for that but have a great day thank you once again I'm losing my voice <clears throat> thank you once again for tuning in please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already um, we've got some more amazing interviews coming up we've got some more amazing ideas to talk about if you'd like to share yours please let me know um, as always please screenshot and share this on your Insta story your Facebook story and anywhere else on social media that you'd like and tag myself Paul's Body Engineering and as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.